So yeah, moving on to looking forward, we're playing AFC Wimbledon on Saturday, who have just beaten Mansfield Town 5-2, which is a bit ominous considering Mansfield are doing quite well. Yeah, and they win 5-0 against someone I'm drawing a blank now not that long ago. They've had quite a few high-scoring results, so it's a bit... Mansfield are currently sixth at the time of recording, and Wimbledon are a dizzy Se- second, I'd say. Dizzy. <laughs> yeah, but they, both teams doing doing brilliantly. It's going to be a tough game against Wimbledon. Incredibly tough. I think they'll, co- they'll come here and... They seem to be one of those teams that can play football, but can also do a bit of the... The, the work as well, mm. so we're going to have our work cut out for us. Did we? I think we beat them, didn't we, last year at home? Yeah. We, yes. Yeah, but it did. was quite even then, and they only finished. Where's they? They finished eighth last year, and even then, that was it was still quite a result. I've just uh, got the done. Wimbledon results here. They drew one-one with Forest Green. Uh, they beat Cambridge three-nil, uh, and Kiddy beat them actually two-nil. Really? Uh, and Loon's done them as well, but they did do Bath 4 0, which we didn't quite manage to do. How did they do against Crawley? Uh, Crawley, they beat 2 1, so which is a bit of a pressure game considering they've got quite a, well, a couple of young players playing for them. Um, but one thing I was going to mention is that in their 5 2 defeat of Mansfield, uh, in the match report it did say that the Mansfield chairman, who apparently turned around to the Mansfield fans and said that he's going to put in half a million pounds before the end of the season. Uh, he got his first return in terms of uh, he'd entered the golden goal raffle and won it. <laughs> so that's the, uh, it's alright, fixed, but alright that. Yeah, yeah. He, could, he could be trying to get a return on his money earlier than earlier than uh, he was expecting. But in, t- in terms of that, half-time entertainment at the race course, I know we've mentioned it in terms of uh, having Rex the Dragon around, but yeah, do you not think we should have stuff like, you know, do you remember when we could, like, you know, you do, you do kind of like three balls to try and hit the goal post or that kind yeah. of thing? And, Something a bit more Stuff lively. Like Something to get people involved. Do you remember the, the Wrexham Lager can mascot that used to walk around? That's going that, back the, a bit. Yeah, yeah that that back I remember back. when I used to only go as a little kid, we, we should if the new Wrexham Lager comes back, we should get that on the go. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, we, we're not even doing, like, only only like a couple of years ago, I know we probably haven't got the football and the community money, now we're not in the league anymore, but even then we used to have... The kids, kids, it's not for us, but I mean, it's something for it's something to entice kids to come along and get to go on the pitch and have it a good shot. It's good have, fun yeah. at times, though. Well, it's good yeah. to give, it gives you something to look at, and for the kids as well, if they get to play in front of a crowd, they're going to remember that day. Yeah, I remember once we had a, it was a Wrexham v Shrewsbury day, and uh, this is like under nines or something. Yeah, they, they had a penalty shootout, and this Shrewsbury lad was taking the last penalty. Like, I felt really sorry for him. Like, and every, well, everyone's giving loads of abuse. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Rightly so, if you play for Shrewsbury, yeah, I'd well, say. Yeah. Whatever the age, though. At least uh, scores a goal, and then they put his hand on his ear to the next <laughs> like that. Brilliant. Really? Fair play, it's pretty funny. I love it. But, um, it's funny. We did have, obviously, with the Blue Square, when uh, they literally had a Blue Square out. You know, when they did the, like, the live games, and they'd kind of like to hit the balls in, see how many you can hit the balls in. Yeah, and stuff like that. I'm yeah. sure we could yeah, knock something it, up. It doesn't take much, but if you get a couple of extra kids, that's kids and parents, isn't it, coming to the match? You know, it, it's, it's that... It's that Gives you more of a family. Yeah. You know, and we, we, definitely, we definitely need an element of that. We had cheerleaders at one point. They didn't. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But 14-year-old Yeah, you get some the old fella behind you whistling at them. You'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> so we want boxers, not cheerleaders. Is the yeah. way forward, fair enough. But um, yeah, back 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 to um, Wimbledon. Uh, 
they've, they've been doing very well if you think about where they've come from obviously they've had the split um, because well effectively they're franchised off in a way weren't they their, their team yeah. was taken and, and moved yeah it's not on it was, it was disgraceful really moving them up to um, Milton Keynes for the money and then like at least they've well look at them now at least it's worked out alright for them I suppose but they shouldn't have had to go through it it's just not on that Winkleman I despise him he's everything that's wrong with the modern yeah. game he is a, I'm going to be careful what I say just in case he's got his ears to the ground on, on the famous Red Passion I know he's a regular podcast yeah. yeah but oh vile human being the fair play to IFC Wimbledon they have well first of all they got themselves together they formed up and they're, they're you know, representing the local community I know they do a lot of good good community work as well but they've gone up the leagues pretty sharpish as well they're, they're, at, they're at a position where they were before they had that meteoric rise to fame they're at what the size of their club Traditionally, has well, been well, the thing is the thing I don't get is I think they're bigger than that. When they played in the Salis Park in the nineteen nineties and that they were in the, um, in the in the Premier League, they were ten this is well for. Mm. I remember we went to the uh, I went to the Wrexham Wimbledon FA Cup game at Wimbledon uh, when we went down in the snow and there was about there was about one thousand Wimbledon mm. fans there. And then in the return leg, I know it's only a, a trip up to it, and they had other trips to do. I, I honestly remember being about one Wimbledon fan there. And they had his own little section. There was about there was really about four of them. And what this little kid had a sign with Super Dons written on it. And I felt sorry for him because no, they had yeah. no supporters. And they got more teams have more now than they ever had. Yeah. I'm wondering why that is. I mean, is it because of the football and the community stuff? Help, help, help I them think all out. You got it. It definitely is. And also, it's like think, goodwill. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. The sort of tragedy of what's happened mm. to them has got people more into. They it. had a lot of trouble before uh, Winkleman and, and Co appeared, didn't they? Yeah. They wanted to move to Dublin, didn't they? At one point, and mm. yeah, and they, they they almost went to Milton Keynes about five years before they actually went or something along those lines, didn't they? they were, there was a uh, the chairman whose name escapes me right now. He, he, he proposed it, and then it's it's kind of it kind of. Hmm? Sam Hamad. No, the the one before him, Nodes, I think. Oh, Ron no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he was. I don't know what it wasn't like. It wasn't as serious as when they actually did. Well, when MK Dons took over, but there was a sort of it, something that had been proposed. It was in the forefront of of people's minds at some point, and they tried to get Wimbledon Stadium was it as well. Mm. Well, they didn't try to get the the council offered it to them, and didn't that Hammam didn't want it and. They were they were at, at a time when they were at Selhurst Park. They had a lot of a lot of trouble, so it wasn't. I don't think it was just, it was cut and dry, but they still weren't getting crowds for a Premier League team. Were they really? In in a way, it's almost a model of what's happening with the bin dippers up the road as well. They've they've got a lot of goodwill, and yeah, their crowds are crazy. Yeah, they're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. initial, like, they're obviously going to be quite good, but yeah, they do. Yeah, people want to be part of something, don't they? If you, if you mm. know that it, you're going to be uh, owning a part of the club, it's not just going and, and your money going to some anonymous mm. billionaire. It's going into the club and into the community. It's circulating around. And I think people who, well, I can't remember where are they playing now. They're not. It's not in Wimbledon, isn't it? But it's, it's not too far. It's not away. that far away. Yeah. They, with Wimbledon as well, I think the community aspect is quite strong because I think MK Dons have basically turned around. Because there was a, there was basically battle depending on kind of like who can say you know we've won you know. FA Cup, or we've we've done X, Y, Z trophy-wise or position-wise. Yeah. Who, which club is that history belonging to? And it turns out that effectively, I think Wimbledon, uh, AFC Wimbledon now have said basically that, that they want the rights to it and they want to be able to say that it's theirs because it's the community. 
is what they're saying. And yeah. it, apparently, they've, they've come to some arrangement where they can do that now, which has got to be positive. Quite it's kind of like the community, because they, it's, I think, if I remember rightly, it's Wimbledon. There was a football club up until you know the 1900s, and then there was another one to about 1930, and then there's kind of like another right, one. I see. So it's kind of like it is just a, a con- con- continuity of the continuity. Can't speak it yet again. Uh, of the football club in the community ongoing. So in a way, you've kind of got a similar situation with Chester. That I assume, well, obviously, they've, they've never won anything nor achieved anything. <laughs> That's true. Let's, let's face it. But it's that kind of thing. If if they had, you know, then it'd be the community that owns yeah. it, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, too, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what defines the football club, essentially, really, isn't it? Players come and go. But fans the players, managers, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, fans it's the fan base. Even owners come and go, don't they? Mm. Oh, yeah. Even grounds, everything everything comes and goes, yeah. apart from the fans, mm-hmm. the, the core base of the fans, anyway. And, that, and the core base is, is the community, because it's a case of, well, I think, I think in a way, if there, there is any positives to come from this, is that Wimbledon has shown that that is... That is True, in a way, that yeah. you can move the club, but you can't move the club itself, so to speak. Yeah, of course, because that's it. I mean, the, I know that the distance between where they are now and, and Milton Keynes is, is, you know, it's just because it's not in Wimbledon, it's, it's still a big difference. But they've they've obviously garnered support from where they're playing now. And I feel a bit embarrassed. I can't remember the name. Kingston, is it Kingston? That's it, yeah. yeah. I thought it was Kingston, but I didn't want to say it in sound. Anyway. Uh, yeah, they they will have garnered support from around that area as well as as you know fans who wanted to stay with Wimbledon. They, if there's if there's something, if they didn't have a proper club, a proper community feeling with, where they you know it's taken them, how many years is that? Taken about seven years for them to get to where they are now, mm. and they've gone up forty years or something ridiculous. Now that's that's impressive. And doing well fair. at the level they're at at the moment. Yeah, well. exactly. You don't you don't go second in I mean, this league by accident. Exactly. One of the one of the reasons that that Wimbledon, I mean Chester, will probably eventually come all come all back up. Newport have eventually come back up to the conference. I mean, they went bust and reformed the club, but they didn't even have the advantage of Chester in mm. having having a ground. But one of the reasons Wimbledon have managed to attract that many people, I reckon, is because yeah, having your club go bust and have to start again is tragic. But knowing there's another club who's been given your place, it was mm. just carrying on in like League One, Championship, or whatever they're in now, as if as if nothing's ever happened. That was would be especially galling, and that's, that, why, and that's that, one of the reasons that people are getting behind Wimbledon. Yeah, no, I would agree. Just because in, of the injustice of, of it. All in terms right. of the other club, the, the blame has to go to the powers that be there for yeah. letting that happen. Oh yeah, because crazy decision, utterly crazy. It's I. Reading up on this earlier, and one of well, one of the FA uh, associates, uh, one of the pretty high up in the FA, said it was an appalling decision. And I know it went to, you know, a, a arbitration and and all that nonsense. I, but if one of the leading people in the FA says it's mm. a bad decision, it's a terrible decision. How can it? How can it happen in the first place? It's terrible. It's just a ter- it's it was a terrible decision to let it go through. I mean, I was going on before about the. Very poor tendencies of Wimbledon used to have in the nineties, and that. And and then the truth, and, the, and they're right. They couldn't probably couldn't ca- carry on running the club without bankrolling it with those attendances. So something that had to be done. But it's obvious that moving the club off to Milton Keynes wasn't the way to do it. If they'd have done what the new club would do and getting the community involved, winning some winning some games, Definitely. that would have got the fans back in. So they got their own little little stadium like 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 they're in now instead of sharing uh, sharing with like Crystal Palace in that half empty ground. 
but that would have been the way to do it, not shipping off teams to... But there, I suppose really it depends on your motivation, are you in it for community, are you in it for football, or are you in it for money, effectively? Well, that's the thing, yeah, I should have realised really, yeah. You've got, you, you've got the, well, I suppose even like today on a bigger scale, you've got the Liverpool situation where you've got, effectively, it sounds like a reasonable offer on the table to get rid of Hicks and Co, yeah, they're turning around and taking legal action to prevent the sale. It's kind of it's strictly greed. There's no yes. no two ways about it with that. And it's, it's stuff like that. And, it, and this is you know Liverpool, who to be fair, as someone who likes Everton more than Liverpool, even so, you've got to kind of see, feel a bit sorry for them. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's out of the lot. It's just not football. Yeah, I totally agree. When when that's that's like fan. holding companies or something like that these days. Football yeah. are for like. Well, it's speculation, isn't it? Like in it with the USA people, they kind of they buy it and effectively Transfer borrow money. Debt, yeah, onto it, right? stick a load of debt into it, and then hope that someone comes along and buys it for a bigger price. It's, it's ridiculous. As as a fan, as, as you know, everyone listening and, and us free here know when you when you feel like you've got no power of con- any sort of control over what's happening at your club, that's scary. That's not a nice feeling. Whether you're Liverpool or or you know, or the bin dippers down the road. If you don't know what's going on at your club, it's a, it's a bad feeling. But to have that security of of knowing where you're going, even if you're only going to stay at this level mm. for the rest of your days, at least you know what you are. At least you've still got your identity and the security of knowing what's going on. And fair play to especially Wimbledon. You know, they, they they're doing brilliantly, and I think their fans would probably be happy if they get into League Two and just stay there. Because well, I think having there. a promotion push this season. Well, they've had several, you know, in the last few years anyway. But it's been a positive ride so far. But I think it's a case that even if they did hit some rocky times, they've got the goodwill there, and in a way, as you say, they've got a direct line to change things. You know, yeah. their actions yeah. can sort it out, I suppose. Yeah. Rather than just being hopeless. Uh, but even so, even though, even though the sympathy and kind of understanding and respect for uh, Wimbledon. Yeah, help you better. As you say, I really, <laughs> you know. We stick five past them, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but we on the football pitch, on the football pitch, I hope they yeah. we thrash them. Well, even just, just a one goal win, I'll take two fair, <laughs> three points, and I'm happy. Got to um, be optimistic, Rob. But again, it's, it's another big game for us. You know, we played Fleetwood there with third, uh, Wimbledon second. These are big games for us. They are, yeah. Uh, and it's it, it's come it's come at the right time, I think, because even if. We lose a couple of these games, even if we lose, especially if we've done okay and we lose against Wimbledon, we've got more than enough time to pick up the pieces and we will have had some of the, the hard fixtures mm. out of the way, for, at least for a period. We play we play the Wombles on a, on Saturday and then we'll have Hayes and Histon. Both are away, but both, it's, it's a time that you'd hope to get six or at least four points. And Histon were very poor, so hopefully yeah, that's they were the chalk yeah. got up as a buy almost, yeah. without being too hard too, too cocky on it but I think we're, and I hate to use the word and jinx it but I think we're coming into this game in a touch of form as well yeah, yeah we, we've got a couple of decent home victories I know Grimsby was a bit of a banana skin but you know Darlow we've done alright and then uh, Fleetwood I think we've got to be happy because they're a decent team yeah, so yeah. We're now, now we're it's the time right. to be winning these games isn't it it's they're not all going to be as good as Fleetwood <laughs> yeah. no. Fleetwood are the, uh, you know, the mighty into Milan and with, with, the, with, with the fixtures coming up, got there are a couple of weird weird dates for the fixtures as well. We're playing Luton on Thursday night and uh, York on a Sunday as well. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame about York because I, I quite fancy going there, but Sunday always seems a little bit harder, doesn't it, than, than a Saturday? But 
and then then Darlington again uh, the next Saturday. It, it might just be me, but a lot of a lot of the return fixtures seem to be coming closer to each other. Mm. It'd usually be half a season away from each other, wouldn't they? But Histon yeah. we're playing soon again, and Darlington soon again. That'll be the uh, Blue Square Bet Premier's computer. That's yeah. <laughs> churned them out I don't know if they actually use the penalty I, call they I, read, I read a really interesting thing about the fixtures last year but I won't bore you yeah. there's one guy that does it basically and they used to have little notes on each one about what days they can't be on yeah like Shrewsbury couldn't have it because there were flower shows on one weekend <laughs> they got flower few fields trust them lot of gay meadows to be a flower show <laughs> sorry <laughs> that is quite a bit, <laughs> of a, bit of an easy dig but I had to get it in there I'm on a roll today, and I with if offending people. Flipping heck, yeah. <laughs> but Wrexham boy, you stole the coding from his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I had to hobble all the way. Here. I did almost come back halfway across, but decided not to. But it was a great little ground we made. It. it was brilliant. It was. It had. It had character, didn't it? Yeah. I only went there once, and we've beaten one 0 Oh and yeah. I'm quite satisfied with that being my only appearance at Game Meadow. The last ever goal. Game it was as well. Yeah. Last true, ever, true, true. last ever team to win there. That's brilliant. That I like. That's yeah, a nice stat yeah. to have. But uh, I'm sure I'm read somewhere else uh, that we at South Southend didn't want to play on the same weekends as West Ham because it directly affected their uh, attendances. Oh, right. oh, I can imagine. That was, was a lot of a lot of clubs had a lot of like. What's that have to look like? Yeah, like that. Yeah, home and away. I'm sure, like Man, Man United, Man City, and stuff like that. It's, yeah, if, and if, they, they can, if they can avoid it, they it, even, it. It even goes as far as rival fans can't be playing, but like Liverpool and United both couldn't be playing on London in London at the same day because hmm. of the yeah. the, the, the yeah, trains the and trains and that. They couldn't it. I mean, it's one guy does all the all the league stuff as like a part time job he does it like a bit on the side he does all the leagues but bit on the side bit on the he doesn't do the uh, doesn't do the non I don't know why I say he doesn't I don't know if he does the non league as well but I think that would it would dictate so now with the quality of the officials in this league I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's literally kind of like oh crap we've got a league to start tomorrow here's a beer mat let's uh, sketch out some things <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me at all but I'm sure it's not hey it went to um Dundee United game once in Scotland in Dundee and um, Dundee United's ground is so close to Dundee FC's ground they're like the two most the closest in Britain or something like that they're literally you know, football pitch yeah. or something and what and they never normally play at home at the same time but this time I was there they were they were both playing at home and so what they had at half time was two blokes in each ground and they were gonna, they were like oh we're going to kick a football so I kick it out of the hands into each ground. That's awesome. the other way, yeah. But, so they were like three, two, one, and this fella kicked it. But there's no way that it, the, the ball came in from the other ground. They just had some other fella outside the ground <laughs> kicking it, kicking it over. Brilliant. Well, fast. Oh, good, good then. Anyway, on that bombshell, we uh, well, or fake bombshell, so to speak, we will we will end the podcast here. But uh, again, thanks to the fat cat allowing us to be upstairs, and we'll be back here to record next week. Uh, so, uh, good evening from me, Rob. And good evening from me, Bill. And good evening from me, Dave. Could I just stick something in? I'm on the sulfur doll again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, uh, anyone who, on Red Patch, you might have seen me post on the, on the fanzine uh, threads that I, I'm half thinking about taking the, the ball by the horn, so to speak, and if a couple of people will, will help me out, basically, I want to start writing stuff soon. 
because someone needs to take, need to take it and I think it'd be a good thing to get it started so get in touch if anyone wants to give me a hand.